Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Another edition of Morons in the News. This morning at 924. Live from New York City. Len Berman and Todd Schnitt in the morning on 710 WOR. You know, guys, I think that I'm pretty good with the inquisition of folks. My wife just called me out. She just texted me. She said, I, out? she said I missed the boat on something. Michelle just texted me and said, why didn't you ask Natalie, what did you do when you smelled the gas in your house? If, if, you're, just, if you're just tuning in, last segment we just talked about this house in Piscataway that blew up over the weekend. Four o'clock in the morning, blew the occupant who was sleeping out of his bed through the window into the front yard. He survived in bad shape, though. The house reduced to splinters. I mean, nothing discernible that house has left. It's unbelievable. So uh, Natalie weighed in during the segment, Len, and said uh, that she walked into our house once and the whole place smelled of gas. And Right. right. Mean- it was about a year and a half ago, and I walked in. I mean, it was... You could smell it, and I was. I walked into my kitchen. Did you run? No, I didn't run. I because I I had walked just into my kitchen, so I looked over and I could see one of the knobs. I, I could see the pilot light had. Well, I'm, I'm, they don't go on or off anymore, but it had been left on, and I actually shut it off. So I left was, the stove on, but it was stove, not. It was not burning. It was not burning. So which thank, one of your little juvenile delinquents did that? Well, I don't want to say. Was it Sam or was it Sally? Which what's no. Was Sally, I, I have to say, my husband left it on. Really? But, oh, we didn't include him in the J- It was funny because your wife, your wife had just texted me. Yes. This is when he was going through a really bad battle of Lyme. Oh, that's right, because your husband is Lyme. That's right. And I have to tell you, when he was going through this, he wasn't always 100% like in the moment. Yeah, it was how- a terrible thing. He he said he just he didn't... He knew... He had put it put it on. He had cooked breakfast for the kids. But why was the flame off? What kind of stove do you have that the flame was? I remember back in the day, you know, we used to have some caloric old stove, and yeah, the pilot no, light. No, br- it was a fairly new stove within the past seven eight years. But for whatever reason, the light had gone off. Really? The flame had gone off. It was on very low. But it was just wow. I could see the knob was turned. Wow. So thankfully, I had just walked in the door. I shut it off and just walked out and left the door open. I knew there wasn't a gas leak. So I left the, the house open for like a half an hour, stood outside. Yeah, but, but you didn't know how much natural gas had seeped into your house. I mean, well, it wow. Did. I know. I'm it glad was, you didn't go to Kaboom. That was in the, what, the first year of our show? Yeah. Right? Yeah, Absolutely. We might have been placing an ad led for a new executive oh, producer. Come on. It's a good thing he didn't have a hoverboard that was charging in the uh, living room. But it was also a good thing that my kids didn't come home before I did. Oh, my God, Natalie. Yeah. All right. All right, Natalie. What else haven't you told us? I think you're supposed to get the hell out and don't even turn on. A, you're not even supposed to use a cell phone if you smell gas. I didn't use my cell phone. I knew that. But I saw it on. So I said, let me just shut it off and walk out. I was yeah. literally next to the That's door. Smart. 
Uh, we got to get into Trump. Ivanka was on yes. Fox and Friends. No, she was morning. on MSNBC, which oh, I thought sorry. was very nice. No, oh, she, she was, was on MSNBC. That was, was a joke. No, she was on Fox. I was making a little joke, Toddy. I was making oh, a well, Toddy joke. you're a comedian joke. all of a sudden. Yeah, you, yeah, you'll see her on MSNBC. Yeah, you'll see all the Trump family on that network. Right, she was on Fox, as I said. Shocker. Uh, and then also Trump's little Twitter storm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought that I put out a very poignant tweet last night. Did you see my latest, my last tweet I late last not, night? No, I, I did well, not stay up to re- read your tweets. I, uh, usually, I was watching the toadies. Well, hold on, you know, don't, don't, <laughs> don't uh, give me that business because usually you do look at my tweets. No, see sometimes what's going they on just show up on my... In the my, world of schnitt. Yeah. Well, All right, big three stories. Well, we had the Puerto Rican Day Parade yesterday. Mixed reaction to that uh, terrorist who was in the lead float during the parade with uh, Melissa Mark Viverito. Yeah, Joe, why, why are you calling him a former terrorist in the newscast? Len just called him a terrorist. Well, because that, that's earlier correct- I called him a former terrorist. I think that's technically correct. Well, since he served his time, yeah. But it's still a terrorist. Yeah. Well, he, he's not a terrorist now. He's I mean, an, he's not an active terrorist, I should listen, say. Listen, those pictures of Oscar Lopez Rivera from the parade, he is sneering, he is jeering, he's got this look of uh, hatred and contempt as he sits up. They put him in the lead float. What happened to the fact that with all the controversy, they were supposed to, like, just bury him in the I, middle of just walking no. uh, 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 parade goers? Nope. What, what happened to that? Lead what? float. Yeah, Wave take, it to the crowd. With, take that, Todd. With Melissa Mark Idioto. Well... Now we found out she can't be there past November. So, oh, Term limits. Also in the big three, the president's Sunday tweet storm, which you just alluded to. The uh, L, by the way, is attorney general set to testify tomorrow. And rounding out the big three. You know, that surprised a lot of senators. A lot of senators didn't think that he would say, okay, I'll testify. But they haven't decided if it's open or closed session yet. So I'm curious about that. So we'll see how that plays out. And rounding out our big three is this heat wave that we've got. It's going to be up in the 90s today. Another scorcher. Uh, and it's going to be hot tomorrow, but happy to tell you that the uh, Mets and Yankees are also hot. What a weekend, and we've, we're we going to round out our Mets tickets today with the turning point from yesterday's game, which, by the way, I don't agree with the choice they made, but that's, that's I guess, that's their choice. Cespedes turning back, point, uh, right? Cespedes came back, and what a return. I yeah. See, I, I maintain that his return may very well be the turning point of the season, Todd, in the first game of the doubleheader Saturday. Working from the stretch with the bases loaded, the 1-1. Swing and a drive, well hit, left center. This may go back near the wall. It is gone. Grand slam, Yoannis Cespedes. Look at that. Great. And then, Great so finish this sentence. So Cespedes back, and who else was back? Steve Matz. Yeah, there you And go. Seth Lugo, and they both pitched well in their returns, which is pleasantly surprising for Mets fans. So with these three guys coming back, they've won three games in a row. They're Cubs almost at 500, the- right? Well, there are still a few back. I'll check. Almost though, I think well, there are only a couple. Think, I don't know about that. It may be about five hundred, but they've got to. Uh, they got the Cubs, who are not having a great uh, post World Championship season. So, good chance for the Mets to make up some ground here. Mets are back. There you go. They're playoffs bound. Right. Well, let me check on this because now you got my curiosity. Up. I think yeah, the Mets are five under. Right. So five under five hundred. Right. So well, you said. I'm not going to argue. Not close with enough with, with how close many games? Close enough. There's still nine and a half games out of first but, but place. But how many games are left? A lot. A lot of games are left. 110 games left. I mean, if they start getting healthy and all the, the major uh, marquee names are back in. Yeah, well, let's see. I'd like to see Syndergaard back. I'd like to see the closer get back. It'd be nice. I think uh, Syndergaard is enjoying some uh, hot, steamy time with that uh, little hot, blonde girlfriend of his. No, he doesn't want to tear his lat again. Be careful. What, what do you think? 
All right, on to the uh, the world of Trump, ladies and gentlemen. So my tweet last night will follow the Trump Twitter storm. Uh, Which was more important, the, the Trump tweets or your tweet? Oh, clearly to... mine. But hold on, we'll get to that momentarily. So this is Trump, 822 in the morning yesterday. So Sunday morning, 822. Yeah. The fake news MSM, mainstream media, doesn't report the great economic news since Election Day. Dow up 16%, NASDAQ up 19.5%, drilling and energy sector, next tweet, way up, regulations way down. All this is good. Regulations way down. Uh, the stifling of business has been annoying beyond belief. 600,000 plus new jobs added. Unemployment down to 4.3%. Business and economic enthusiasm way up record levels. All right, so I, I thought that was positive, but I, I just, I, I don't think he needs to slam the mainstream media or fake news every single time. It's just, it gets repetitive and it's just, it's too much. It's, come on, yeah, we get right it. off the media. Right. Yeah, I agree. Then, next tweet. So that was 822 and then the follow-up was 823. So that was good for Trump. Because a lot of times he'll do the first tweet and then it follows up, you know, 20 minutes later. So those were uh, in in, uh, in succession. Now, next tweet, this was 829 a.m., Len. And Donald Trump tweets out, I believe the James Comey leaks will be far more prevalent than anyone ever thought possible. Totally illegal, question mark. Very. Well, he's, he doesn't, doesn't mean it's illegal. He's asking if it's yeah, illegal. Yeah, totally illegal. That's why I said question mark. question mark. Totally yeah. illegal, question mark. And then very cowardly, exclamation mark. I just find it interesting that he accepts some of Comey's testimony as gospel and some as lies. Very interesting. Selective selective reasoning there. Okay, then 20 minutes later at 8.49 a.m., the Trumpster tweets out, the Democrats have no message, not on economics, not on taxes, not on jobs, not on failing Obamacare. They are only obstructionists. Well, they don't seem to have a message. They, they, have, they didn't have a message in the last election campaign. So, so that may, that's partially true, that too. That tweet is almost 100% well, there's accurate. There's always a kernel of truth in his tweets. Well, that's more than a kernel. That's more like a general. What was his last line there? Because the last line was, uh, "They are only obstructionists." Oh, and that's as opposed to the last, as, well. as opposed to when Obama was president. No, of course, the Republicans they, they played, never. They played nicely. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so, right. All right. So my tweet was, and this is last night, dear Mister President at Real Donald Trump. Did he answer you? By the way, your greatest satisfaction will come from fulfilling your worthy agenda. Not short-lived Twitter endorphins. And Did he answer you? You know what? I had a whole bunch of people retweet me, and then and I had a bunch of likes on this thing. So you know, plus I'm verified, so that gets a little higher. You'll see verified. If verified people retweet or send you a message, it tends to pop up. So I'm sure he saw that, and that he saw all the people agreeing with me has as he, well. Has he blocked you yet, like no, everyone no, no. else? No, because, listen, my tweet was positive. Well, my tweet but, was, but I was a little shot about the endorphins of the, but the tweet. But your greatest... First sec, part. I called if you his, had stopped it there. I called his his uh, agenda yeah. uh, worthy. He might have retweeted you if you stopped it there without the little endorphin. But Correct. I'm not an ass kisser. I'm going to tell it the way well, it is. Then you're not going to get retweeted uh, by the president. Who says I want to get retweeted? I'm just saying. I want him to take my message and just change a little bit. I'm surprised he hasn't blocked you. And, and stop with the, the distractions. Yeah. Yeah. And then we have Ivanka. Yeah, we, on we, MSNBC this morning. She was on Fox News Channel oh, this morning. Oh, shocker. Oh, and guess what else we have? When we get back, this is a warning to parents of teens. You've got to hear this story. 
So a warning to parents of teenagers next on 710 WOR. It is 824, and Len, we have some Ivanka audio. Uh, How about Lindsey Graham, Chuck Schumer, even uh, Ari Fleischer speaking out? Yeah, I was surprised to see the Fleischer quotes a little bit. All right, we'll get to all this in a second. Just uh, to bust things up a little bit, I warn parents. You heard that before the break. I said if you're a, a teenage parent. Do you really know what's going on with your teenage kid? Well, I don't have teenagers anymore, so. I don't have that problem. Well, I'm asking the audience. Oh, the audience. I thought you were asking me. No, no, not you. (laughs) Even when you're home, do you even know what your kid is doing when you're home? Probably not. My God. This is out of Trinity, Florida, which is in the Tampa Bay area. It's it's Pasco County. It's just north of Tampa. In fact, I've got some good friends that live in Trinity. This is insane. This is an insane, insane story. A 25-year-old Wesley Chapel woman was arrested early Friday morning on a charge, Len, of lewd and lascivious battery on a victim between the ages of 12 and 15. This is from the Tampa Bay Times. But the Pasco County Sheriff's Office said there's a whole lot more to the story. The woman, Trisha Baya, posted an ad complete with erotic photographs of herself on... Instagram. Backpage. One or the other. Backpage, well, different, because Backpage is the uh, is the yeah. classified section where you can buy a couch and other things. And, right, and a hooker. And a hooker, too. Yeah. So uh, posted an ad and pictures of herself on Backpage, offering to engage in sexual acts in exchange for cash. Well, that's that would be called prostitution, would it not? Uh, it would be. Okay. Well, Len, guess who saw the ad on Backpage? This teenage kid. 15-year-old boy. Yeah. Which means they're looking... For that, because why would they be on there? They're not looking for a couch. The boy, (laughs) or or some used PlayStation games. Yeah, they're not. The boy called her, arranged for her to drive to his home in Trinity and engage in intercourse in exchange for 150 bucks, according to an arrest report. He texted his address to this Baya. She arrived at his gated community. The boy opened the gate so she could drive in, according to the report. And told her that they had to be very, very quiet because their parents, his parents, were asleep upstairs. Oh, oh my God. She, this 15-year-old kid goes to Backpage, hires a hooker, comes to the house at 1 o'clock in the morning. We have to be very, very quiet. And she beat him up? Ma, no. What do you mean? I thought you said there was some no, battery or something. No, no, lascivious. Just a uh, lascivious battery. That's uh, Oh, I think. Yeah, sex is, no, didn't beat Bat- him up. Just oh, okay. having sex is considered a lascivious battery. Oh. So she to, was charged with lascivious battery. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. All okay. right. So. That's, okay. The, the boy apparently had originally agreed to the $150 uh, screw job, according to the report. And she held him up for more? No. Uh, he only could fork over 80. And she took it. She took it. Yeah, sure. So oh, she goodness. Got the dish about half off. Got the half off rate. And Discount wound up arrested. Rate. Oh, my God. What happens to the kid? Nothing? Well, they engaged in intercourse. The kid's scot-free? She, she left. The report doesn't say how the parents eventually find out, but they did. They then called the cops. They investigated. Mother consented to having her son undergo a physical examination. Was positive for sexual abuse. I don't know how you figure that out. Uh, the boy's identity being withheld, so is the parents, obviously. Is that not insane? 
Deputies got permission to examine the boy's phone and confirm the phone calls and text messages. They also obtained surveillance video from a neighbor that showed a car driving up to the boy's house with Baya and the boy uh, both inside. I guess he went out to the car, too. Uh, both uh, deputies or deputies could not find uh, Baya despite several leads. Oh, they uh, haven't found her yet. Yeah, they're, they're trying to find she her. She went by Baya. Oh, no, wait, wait a sec. Undercover, oh, undercover deputies used the boy's phone to contact her. Then they, I guess they set up their own set little Set up another tryst. date. Uh-huh. Yep. And uh, uh, she faces misdemeanor charge from uh, the incident of, I guess, of agreeing to uh, more sex for money. Uh, she is being held in the Pasco about County with Jail. sex with a minor? Isn't that a... Well, she's claiming the boy told her that he was 19. Yeah, well, that doesn't work when a guy claims yeah. that with an uh-huh. underage girl. You are correct. Yeah. 100% okay. right. Yeah. All right, Ivanka. Let's uh, play a little Ivanka. She was on Fo- MSNBC this morning. She was on Fox and Friends oh, this morning. Shocker. Ivanka was on Fox and Friends and was asked a couple of things uh, about uh, Trump being completely vindicated by the James Comey testimony last week. Well, my father felt very vindicated um, in all the statements that he's been making and feels incredibly optimistic. But Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know, at the White House and throughout the administration, we were incredibly focused on the reason... We all went to Washington and what we're fighting for. So last week, while it didn't get the level of headlines, it will ultimately have a much more important impact, um, was Infrastructure Week. Who's in the background? Peter Gallery. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Come on. Uh, Ivanka then talking about the viciousness that occurs. Am I right, Joe, or am I right? That's her cheering section on Fox and Friends. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, sure. Yeah. You're wonderful. You guys having fun over there? Yeah, yeah we are. Have <laughs> <laughs> a good time. How about the, the viciousness? It is hard, and there's a level of viciousness that I was not expecting. I was not inspe- expecting the intensity of this experience. But this well, that's well, she's little, probably right there. That's a little naive, though. No, I, but did you really think it would be that vicious? Oh, yeah. I mean, look at the campaigning. Absolutely. I Hillary's loss. Martha I mean, Raddatz, some of it has Martha gotten Raddatz really. crying. No, but some <laughs> of it has gotten really out of hand. I mean, Sense from of- Kathy Griffin and stuff in Central Park and all that stuff. Going yeah, we'll get to the Central Park thing later on. Supposed to be easy. Mm-hmm. My father and this administration intends to be transformative. And we want to do big, bold things. And we're looking to change the status quo. So I didn't expect it to be easy. All right, then what, what about you know, being blindsided? I think um, some of the distractions and, and some of the, uh, the ferocity was um, I was a little blindsided by on a personal level. But 
for me, I, I'm trying to keep my head down, not listen to the noise, and, and just work really hard to, to make a, a positive impact right. in the lives of, of many people. So a little Ivanka, I mean, she's pretty poised. I mean, she, oh, sure. she does a nice job. She is, and I, I'll bet you she was bl- a little blindsided. Boy, it's been vicious. You know, when we get back, we got to continue with just some other aspects here. Uh, Lindsey Graham uh, going after Trump on the Sunday talk shows, right. just you know, back off Twitter, yeah. and, and really saying, hey, Trump, you're burying yourself on Twitter. And Ari Fleischer, yeah. of all people, said oh, something similar. Exactly. Right? Former yeah. George W. Bush press yeah. sec. Uh, so, and then we have, of course, the, the Shakespeare in the Park deal. And then how about the yearbook deal yeah, in New Jersey? The yearbook kid got that That's picture. unbelievable. Yeah, What's we, going we, on? We got a loaded segment next, folks. Don't move back in a second. Uh, first, though, we've got, oh, turning point time. Let's yeah. do it. I don't, I don't, I'm not a big fan of this, so uh, what they chose, but, you know, they chose it. Time for the Mets. Chock for the Nuts turning point of the game. Win a pair of tickets. Mets take on the Phillies June 30th. Be the first caller at 800-321-0710 who can correctly identify what they chose on the postgame show as the turning point of the game. Turning point proudly presented by Chock for the Nuts, New York's coffee since 1932. To purchase tickets, go to Mets.com slash tickets. You're excoriating. The team and no, they've been choice. pretty good. They've been pretty good this no, season. But you're telling them now this one sucks. Yeah, they, they, yeah. They, <laughs> it, well, well, listen. Hopefully, we're gonna have Howie on. Right. You'll ask Howie what he thought the most important right. play of the game was. Right. Okay. <laughs> Joe's even looking at you. It's like, Led's, did you watch the game? Let's bashing no, members I, of the the broadcast team. They watched the entire game. It was their judgment that this is the moment. I mean, who are you? This is yeah, the who, moment. Are you? who are you? Is that a Broadway show tune? <laughs> This is the moment. Uh, Joe with the headlines what? at 832. Hello, Joe. Hello, Todd. Uh, President Trump's wife and youngest son now calling the White House home. First Lady Melania Trump and her son, Barron, made the move from New York yesterday. They've been living at Trump Tower while the 11-year-old Barron was finishing the school year. Also from the White House, Chief of Staff Reince Priebus may have to start looking for a new job. Politico reports the president has set July 4th as a deadline for a shakeup in his administration, and that could include Priebus. Trump has set similar deadlines before only to let them pass, but some think this time could be different because of the intensifying pressure. Press Secretary Sean Spicer denied the report, saying whoever's saying that is either a liar or out of the loop. Oh, Kellyanne Conway, she allegedly is a leaker now, right? Is yeah. it, aren't they oh, accusing her? that story? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but what is July 4th? July 4th is the deadline for the White House shakeup. So so Priebus has to get things straight yep. by July 4th Correct. or else uh, or he's gone. all hell's going to be breaking loose mm-hmm. and, and he might be gone. Good. All yep. right. All right. Uh, they- Jared Kushner, chief of staff. Uh, the order, according to um, some people at the White House, is uh, basically this. With Priebus, one foot on a banana peel, the other out the door. <laughs> Great. The, the MTA holds a public hearing today where schedule changes are expected to be announced ahead of the Amtrak repair work at Penn Station. This is a group of LIRR riders who's filed a class action lawsuit over the delays and the cancellations. This writer says the MTA doesn't even bother to notify you. What they should have done is like post it somewhere on an app or somewhere, anywhere in the train station so people could actually, you know, be aware of what's going on. Oh, yeah, whoa, 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 is that Ray Romano? Who's that? But they should have done is like post it somewhere. They post it up there. The, the group- summer <laughs> of By the way, the people involved in this class action lawsuit say the service is so bad they should get a refund. Keep in mind, New Jersey Transit is reducing fares during this period. Uh, I agree with them. I agree. Uh, 835, Len and Todd here, 710 WOR. Big segment next. We teased everything that's coming up so you don't want to miss it. 
We're back in moments. Traffic first, though. Here's Bernie Viner. All right, let's get Len's aggravation out of the way. Len has been bitching and moaning and complaining that he thinks that the, uh, uh, what, Pete and Joe picked the wrong turning point? Is that it? In my estimation, yeah. what they picked was not the most significant play to uh, turn the game around. But well, that's just my opinion. Well, one man's opinion. Well, let's go. Well, uh, as far as the official uh, turning point contest, William Dumphy of Maywood, New Jersey, was the first caller to correctly identify that this was the Mets' shock full of nuts turning point in the game. Lugo the lead from third. Here's a 3-1. Swing and a tapper left side. Smothered at third base. Camargo gets up. Does not have a throw. It gets away from him. It slipped out of his hand. Lugo scores, and the Mets are ahead 2-1. to one. Well, and that was the winning run, and that's that's the way the score stayed in the third inning. So, William Dumphy wins a pair of Mets tickets. Your next chance to win is listen to the next Mets postgame show tonight here on WOR when the Mets take on the Cubs. Coverage starts at 6.05. Find out what is the Mets' shock for the nuts turning point of the game. Now, in my humble estimation, Todd, the uh, Mets were leading 2-1 in the fifth inning. Seth Lugo on the mound. The Braves load the bases. And I think that this was my most significant play of the game. One-two pitch. Swing and a hard hit grounded toward short. Backhanded by a sliding Cabrera to second one. Walker to first. It's close. Safe is the call. And in the score, the tying run is in CRT. It's 2-2. Two to two. Well, guess what? It was not 2-2. Two to two. Replay overturned it. It turned out to be a sparkling ah. double play gotcha. with Cabrera and Walker. Kept the score 2-1. That, to me, was the uh, turning point of the game. But, you know, I didn't pick it yesterday. I disagree with both. (laughs) You thought Addison Reed's last out? No. I think the turning point of the game was when Trump showed up at that wedding in New Jersey. Isn't that something? Well, this is pretty damn funny. He's got to be careful about that, I think, doesn't he? (laughs) Why? Well, from from what I understand, well, tell the story first, and I'll tell you why he has to be careful. All right, so Trump was at the Bedminster uh, Golf Club club up in New Jersey uh, from D.C. For the weekend. Over the week. By the way, we have the pictures online. Turns out that uh, Trump uh, busts into the wedding. You got yeah. the, the groom is Tucker Gladhill. Apparently, he does it from time to time at these at his when well, there's a wedding at one of his places. This is what's funny. <laughs> Apparently, in the brochure, well, exa- that's the problem. <laughs> that's the problem. Apparently, in the, well, they don't, this brochure is not used anymore. But in older brochures, yeah. apparently at some of his clubs, if you book the spot at Bedminster or wherever, you know, Mar-a-Lago. One these, wherever, one of these Trump facilities, right. in the actual brochure, it said that if Trump is actually on the property at the time of your huge affair, that it is possible and likely even that Trump might even pop in and take some photos. <laughs> mm, a little problematic there. I hope they took it out of all the brochures. But it said uh, he may take some photos with you, but we ask you and your guests to be respectful of his time and privacy. So it's pretty well, he, funny. He's the president of the United hey, States. Bo- but even before he was I, president, I, hey, book your book your big affair at a and Trump, Trump club, may come, and Trump might just crash the party. And there's a good selling point. And he you spend think, your money there. Do you think if you didn't want Trump to show up, you could write that in your contract? <laughs> Please don't let him pop in. <laughs> what, I don't think so. What if you're a Democrat, right, and you're not a, a fan? What if yeah. you're a big, big Hillary supporter? I don't think you'd be booking your party. I guess not. You be but maybe you wouldn't want the distraction. You want the day about yourself. Well, well that's kind of cool, but, if but, the, especially but, now. I would be really but, cool with it. But wait a sec. Wedding or not, it's all about Trump anyway. Come on, guys. True, true, true. I would, I, listen, I, I think it would be great if he came into the wedding and took pictures and danced with the bride. That'd be great. The bride is Kristen P. 
Pietkowski, and the groom was Tucker Gladhill, and uh, here comes the Trump. <laughs> here we go. Everyone sing along. Here comes the Trump. Comes the Trump. What do you think? And soon you'll have a baby bump, but first comes the Trump. <laughs> what is this off a record album? An organ. An organ. I hear the scratches from the yeah. record. This is the album. I Heart Collection. No, actually, that's my bumper music I selected for the show. Do I have time for the Lindsey Graham? Yeah, I guess I do. Uh, Lindsey Graham on uh, CBS's Face the Nation with Trump. And his tweets yesterday. All I can say is there's a lynch mob mentality about the Trump uh, administration in the press. They're about as fair as a lynch mob, but these tweets that he does feeds that lynch mob. You're your own worst enemy here, Mr. President. Knock it off. Whoa. You're, uh, that's pretty strong. It is. I don't always agree with Lindsey Graham, but uh, I kind of agree with that. I agree, too. He is his own worst enemy. And you may be the first president in history to go down because you can't stop inappropriately talking about an investigation that if you just were quiet would clear you. Interesting. Tough, tough, tough talk. Pretty strong from Lindsey yep. Graham. Yep. Uh, not a favorite of conservatives, but still, he can be right every once in a while. 848, Lennon Todd. Oh, Chuck Schumer. And then uh, got a little story with fidget spinners next. You ready? Ready. Hang on. A whole lot coming up next. 710 WOR Traffic. First, Bernie Viter. You know, I, I don't always agree with Lindsey Graham, but his advice... Yeah, I thought it was pretty Trump good. Is 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 yeah. is accurate? All I, so. I can say is there's a lynch mob mentality about the Trump uh, administration in the press. They're about as fair as a lynch mob, but these tweets that he does feeds that lynch mob. You're your own worst enemy here, Mr. President. Knock it off. Uh, wow. I, I can't disagree with That's that. True. You may be the first president in history to go down because you can't stop inappropriately talking about an investigation that if you just were quiet would clear you. Oh lordy, lordy. <laughs> uh, how about Ari Fleischer? Do you have Ari Fleischer's tweet in front of you? Uh, or do I have to look I, it up? No, I do. I have it right here. I mean, he says something about perjury with the tweets. Yeah, so Ari Fleischer. Uh, He's always very pro-Trump, pro-Republican. He was a press secretary for, for W. Republican Ari yeah. Fleischer. Yeah. Uh, he said uh, that Trump needs to stop talking about ongoing Russia investigations before he ends up saying something that will come out to bite him, something he'll regret. Uh, Mediaite says ever since James Comey's testimony on Thursday. Oh, by the way, there is a there is a timeline problem with James Comey's testimony. Do you know about the timeline I've, problem? I've heard of it. Yes. Uh, hold on to that thought. I, I don't know if we're going to get to it this segment. Where did Harry mention the perjury thing? Uh, let, let's finish this up here with with with. Uh, he said perjury in one of his tweets. Advice for POTUS: You have not been vindicated. You won't be unless Bob Mueller says right. so. Right, right, right. Stop talking. You're heading into a giant perjury trap. Wow. That was Ari Fleischer. Ari Fleischer, of all people. Yesterday on Twitter. Wow. Stop talking. So even the Republicans are telling him to, to get off Twitter. Yeah, what about Schumer? Do we, have, do we need to play Schumer? Yeah, here's, uh, here's Schumer on uh, on the, the, the so-called tapes in the White right, House. Right. If there are tapes, he alluded to the fact that there are tapes, maybe as a threat or taunting Comey, he should make them public right away. If there aren't tapes, he should let that be known. Uh, no more game playing. That's fair. You don't think that's fair? I know you don't like Schumer, but that's fair. If there are tapes, there are tapes. If not, stop playing uh, mind games. And then he said, I, I, I'm done with this now. i got to move on to my worthless Sunday press conference story oh, yeah. of the day. That too. <laughs> so, well, that too. Uh, right, uh, shifting gears entirely here. We have uh, an Indiana girl 
who nearly choked to death on a fidget spinner? What the hell was it? How old a girl? Uh, she was uh, you know, older than you would imagine. Uh, you would in, think an infant. In Indiana, a firefighter is warning parents about fidget spinners, a popular fad toy, after right. his daughter nearly choked on a metal piece that flew off. Oh, a piece fell off yeah. the fidget spinner. Uh, the child was spinning the fidget spinner while sitting in the backseat of the car when one of the metal bearings broke off and flew into her mouth. Okay, well, you know Holy what? Holy crap! Last night, as I was watching the Tonys, my daughter is sitting on the couch with two fidget spinners. Her head is all the way back. She has one on her forehead going, and then she has one trying to get <laughs> on her nose, and then she has her phone trying to video it. <laughs> oh, my God. you got a regular circus <laughs> act going on. you got a menagerie at the Vaca house. It could have down her throat. By the way, uh, the story doesn't say how old the kid was. But... Yeah, well, you should. That's, yeah. well, but, but I didn't realize a piece broke. Off. Hey, speaking right. of fidget spinners, guess who's on the phone? Uh, the inventor of the fidget spinner? Nope, my lovely wife, Michelle. Oh. Uh, she has a little fidget spinner story. Hey, Michelle, oh. we got a couple of minutes yeah. here. Hey, Michelle, what, what did you witness with uh, w- related to a fidget spinner yesterday? Uh, the attempt to purchase a fin- fidget spinner on EBT. <laughs> uh, on what? EBT is the Electronic Benefits Transfer. So uh, essentially, uh, the food stamps of the modern age. Oh, oh, oh so you know the supplemental nutrition. Oh, uh, oh, what okay. is it? So uh, she saw someone on food stamps trying to buy a fidget spinner. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. the, the four year old kid asked the clerk, "Can I buy a fidget spinner on EBT?" So if you're on SNAP, which is the supplemental nutritional assistance program, I think, then you use your EBT card to buy food. I see. So where were you, well, Michelle? A four year old, you said. Yeah, we were at a little like deli marketplace, and the mom was buying all kinds of other little groceries and junk food and whatever and putting it up on the counter and the kid was like can i get the fidget spinner on the ebt this is a four-year-old kid who knows eb i mean that's sad that the four-year-old is already trying to figure out how to scam and scheme the ebt well at least he wasn't trying to buy beer was it a boy or a girl uh you know what i couldn't tell <sighs> was, was like pat from saturday no, night like live in nebraska no, just, the know, nebraska soccer point. tournament where they banned the little girl because <laughs> she looked like a boy like long hair, um, but not necessarily dressed, you know, in pink or blue. I mean, there was just nothing really definitive. What did the clerk say? No. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> just checking. No. <laughs> you can't buy a fidget spinner on EBT. I mean, but how sad is that, that the little four-year-old kid, I mean, that's your estimation, is already trying to figure out, oh, can we can we get this with our, our government food stamp assistance EBT card? Must no, have... Chloe thought it was said that the kid knew that they were on EBT. Yeah, must be Obama's fault. Fidget spinner. You're right. It is Obama's fault. But the kid might not even know what EBT means. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. The kid knows that mom gets. Stuff they with know the card. The, well, that's it. That's what the kid probably yeah. knows. Right. Yeah, I don't pick on a four-year-old so kid. You eat the fidget spinner. You can buy it with the, the EBT. Well, oh this, this firefighter's daughter did. All right, Michelle. All right, goodbye. Talk to you later. But, I mean, isn't that pathetic? I mean, the four-year-old kid's already talking about it. doesn't know anybody. You want to buy a toy. That's what You want to buy a toy. Sad state of affairs. All right. Uh, James Comey's got a timeline problem, Len. 
And how about Potty Mouth Gillibrand? All after the news at 9 o'clock. I had this in the pile of things to get to last week, Len, but for whatever reason didn't have it. I had a series of emails, folks, saying, hey, are you aware of this this Shakespeare in the Park deal with there's a, a character that's supposed to be Julius Caesar, but it looks a whole lot like Donald Trump? I just found out about this weekend. That's, you know, that's, I, not, that's, I had, not, that's not kosher. I had, I think, two or three emails on this maybe last Wednesday or th- and Thursday. Right. And I just, just didn't get around to it. And now it turns out this is the production of the New York Public Theater. And uh, what has happened now is Delta Airlines and Bank of America have both yanked yeah. their sponsorship. Significant dollars from Delta. Too. Well, Delta, I love this. Delta donates between 100000 and 499000 a year. That oh, must be like those what, yeah, right. silver, gold, platinum. Yeah, yeah. How, much do you, how much do you donate, right? Yes. Right. Probably $101,000. Yes, the Bronstein family donates between, you know, so-and-so and so-and-so. So Delta's out. Bank of America is out. Well, tell them what the plot of this uh, Julius Caesar is. They, well, have a, they have a Donald Trump lookalike as Julius Caesar, right. and he gets stabbed, right? Well, everyone knows the, the Julius right. Caesar story is that the Roman senators believe that Julius Caesar is becoming a, a, a dictator and is wielding too much power. So the Roman senators, they uh, assassinate Julius Caesar. A too brute. Exactly. Uh-huh. So, so, but instead of Julius Caesar being in a robe, they got a bit of with a blonde hair in a suit, right? In a in a suit yeah, jacket that's open with a red tie, and you know it's it's Donald Trumpish. Come would you, on, would you call the producers of that show snowflakes, Todd? Well, that then they denied it. They're like, oh, this is ridiculous. This has nothing to do with Donald oh, Trump. Stop. What are you guys really? What do you think? We're imbeciles? What'd you make of that New Jersey high school with the yearbook? Yeah. And they airbrushed all of the uh, Trump labels that people were wearing on shirts and all that kind of stuff. That was in Wall Township. Isn't it ironic that the name of the, it was Wall Township? Because Mexican, Mexicans paid for that Wall Township. But uh, it's, no, it's a high school, and they were wearing Trump yeah. stuff, and they took it all. They, they airbrushed anything that said Trump out of the yearbook. And it doesn't seem right either. Yeah, it's the... Wall the, Township. Yeah, it's... Uh, Junior Grant Berardo was the name of the kid. And he gets the yearbook back, and his, his Trump shirt is all airbrushed. It was like a blue shirt with Trump, make America great again, and it's just completely blotted out. It, they turned his shirt solid blue in his picture. Now, well, I could see if you wanted to have a policy that you don't have politics in the pictures, but at least let everyone know what the policy is before everyone takes their pictures. He said we didn't have a dress code. He's a right. member of the National Honor Society, plays lacrosse, is going to play football apparently in the fall for his senior year. He's in the finance club, Len. Uh, what else? I think there were two or three. I don't think he was the only one in the year. Yeah, there were a couple of Trump things that were uh, yeah. were blotched out. Well, that's yeah, what did you on. call them snowflakes? But you know what? They left the damn Hillary shirts in. Yeah, they did. They Nobody. left the I'm with her Hillary shirt. Not one shirts. person wore a Hillary shirt. <laughs> Nobody wears Hillary. Nobody's wearing Hillary shirts. All right, then. Hey, big three stories here on By the way, you could, you could see these pictures before and after the airbrushing, whatever. We have them on our website at lennontoddwor.com. Yeah, really see, is. This, see this pissed off kid? He's on our website. He's annoyed. Yeah, I don't blame him. Yeah. Our big three, we had the Puerto Rican Day Parade. Mixed reaction to the uh, terrorist who was still on the lead float, waving to the crowd with Melissa Mark Viverito, the... Uh, Speaker of the uh, the House, uh, the City Council, she was there and uh, whatever. 
That was the Puerto Rican Day Parade yesterday. You know what? Again, you know, we I've brought this up how many times this morning, Len? Uh, at least twice. Yeah, each time we did the big three. Yeah. You know, I'm looking at these pictures of Melissa Margaveverito in the Daily News. I saw her on TV. I'm looking at the New York Post, and every one of the pictures, she's 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 looking at at this terrorist. She's she's looking at Oscar Lopez Rivera. This FALN terrorist who should have done 70 years in prison was commuted after almost 36 years by Obama before uh, he left office in January. And all these pictures, she's standing next to Oscar Lopez Rivera on the float. Why the hell did he get on the float? The story was last week with all the controversy that he was just going to walk with hundreds of others on foot. And then they put him on the lead float, the head of the parade, really? And then you have Melissa Mark Viveridiot the Speaker of the New York City Council, and she's just looking at her like smitten, like she's a a schoolgirl with a crush, and she's enamored, and oh my God, you're the best, you're the greatest. Oh, my sexy terrorist, you. All right, calm down, Todd. Also in the big three today, the uh, President's Sunday tweet storm is Attorney General Jeff Sessions gets set to testify tomorrow. I'm rounding out the big three the big heat wave yesterday, today, tomorrow, temperatures in the 90s. By the way, this uh, airbrushing out of the of the T-shirt signs of Trump, et cetera, et cetera. Did you yeah. see what the father of the kid wants? He wants all the yearbooks to be reissued. He wants his kid's picture back in. He wants everybody to get a brand-new yearbook. That's what he wants. He points out that uh, there's a student wearing a New Jersey Devil shirt and a kid in a Led Zeppelin My shirt. My God, the devils! And, and they were not censored. They were not censored. Satanic. All new new yearbooks for the whole school because of this. Jeez. I'm looking at the latest tweet here from Newsweek magazine. Newsweek headline on on Twitter. Yeah. Here's why North Korea's Kim Jong-un is obsessed with missiles. I I didn't click on it yet, but I'm assuming it's because he has a very tiny penis. Really? Yeah, that's what that's, I'm. That's that's, that's what, what I think. That's what you think. Newsweek has in this lead story. That's what I'm. And if have I, graphic uh, proof. Right? If I if I click on their link here, that's what I'm assuming. Well, click on. See what it says. Hey, let me see what it says. No, it's not. It has Hold nothing on. to do with that. Has a very tiny penis. No, it doesn't. <laughs> uh, I, I What's don't the have, reason? I don't have time. I don't know. It's a oh. it's a long story, Len. Okay, I'll, well, I'll forward it to you. Why okay. don't you read it and give me a? Nah, summary. I don't want to. <laughs> hey, how about Camille Cosby showed up today? Finally. At the trial of Bill Cosby. They've been married 53 years. She decided to show up. Is there video of her assisting Cosby into the courtroom? Was I, he, I, was Natalie, he playing, there was a picture of her, right, what, walking in. Was he playing stumbling blind guy today or, or much? Uh, they look like the happy couple going in. There you go. Like they're going in for lunch or Guess something. What? I'm sure they're having a fun time at home over this. She needs a checkup from the neck up as well. It sounds like she was a look-the-other-way facilitator for all these years. I said I was wondering if she was hoping that you know, he would be going away. Finally get rid of him. Maybe she has a few boyfriends on the side. All right, a couple audio bites here. What about uh, whew, what about Gillibrand's little potty mouth? Senator Kirsten Gillibrand, the junior Democratic senator from New York State. What 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 is what what is what is her deal? Why, why would why would Kirsten Gillibrand why, why would she why, why would she use the f bomb? What is up with her? Well, where's the quote? Let's hear. Well, I, I've got the audio bite. You want, d- Natalie? Did we bleep this out? Of course, it's no. bleeped. No, we didn't bleep. <laughs> I just want to make sure. I just that, listened to it again. Just want to make sure this is bleeped out. Yes. I, I, where Where is it? It's I. All right. Here, here's 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 Gillibrand. This is the. Are we supposed to call the honor. Are you honorable if you drop the the f bomb? Well, if that's your title. All right. Here's Kirsten Gillibrand. Listen. Fundamentally, 
If we are not helping people, we should go the f*** home. Hmm. What? Hmm. So she's bashing Trump because he's not coming through with his promises or whatever the hell she's... That's what that was? That yeah. was the context? Yeah, exactly. But what I think is so funny is she doesn't even blink. It just no. flew out of her mouth. She didn't stop. She didn't pause. She just kept on talking. Where was she making this speech? In a church? I mean, where was she? It was she? NYU. Yeah, it was. Oh, it was, NYU? Yeah, it was NYU. Okay. She fits right in there. Okay, there you go. Crazy liberals. Bunch it of wasn't snowflakes. a graduation or anything, but... Well, uh, I didn't say that, Len, but it sounds like you're starting to pick up on things. So, mm-hmm. Sounds like to no me. No sarcasm on this end of the table. Right, now, what about the Comey timeline? Now, you said that you had heard something about yeah, this. Yeah, and, no, and I looked it up. I know what they're talking about, yeah. All right, the fact that Comey's timeline here does not quite add up. up. yeah. Does this bolster Trump's claims that Comey lied under oath? Well, he said that he decided to leak the memos three days after Trump tweeted that Comey better hope that there aren't any tapes. Here, listen to the audio. The president tweeted on Friday after I got fired that I better hope there's not tapes. I woke up in the middle of the night on Monday night because it didn't dawn on me originally that there might be corroboration for our conversation. There might- did he like bolt awake in cold sweat? Oh, my God. He did. he did. Like a eureka moment? Was that yeah. it? Might be a tape. And my judgment was I needed to get that out into the public square. And so I asked a friend of mine to share. That. What a freaking drama queen. Can I use a Gillibrand word here? What a freaking drama queen this guy is. Come yeah, on. You don't like Content me, huh? of the memo with a reporter. Didn't do it myself for a variety of reasons, but I asked him to because I thought that might prompt the appointment of a special counsel. And so I asked a close friend of mine to do it. All right. So that was the, giving it to the, the what's the guy's name? The Dan uh, Richmond, the 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 uh, Columbia law professor, the friend yeah, oh, yeah. who leaked it to the New York right. Times reporter. Right. Well, here's the problem, Len. Can I call you Leonard? Sure. Here's that's the, my name. Here's the problem, Leonard. Yeah. He already leaked it. Uh, no. A New York Times article from May 11th, a day before Trump's tweet, discloses the information that lines up with Comey's memos which he says he didn't release until May 16th. Uh-oh. So two passages about yep, two passages about the January 27th dinner are very similar from the memo. I added that I was not reliable in the way politicians use the word, but he could always count on me to tell the truth. Mm-hmm. From the article, Mr. Comey has recounted to others, he told Mr. Trump that he would always be honest with him, but that he was not reliable in the conventional sense. So it's the same word. Mm-hmm. So. Just get the tapes out, Todd. I forget the timeline. And then his test- tapes, tapes at the White House. Let's hear them. His testimony near to the end of the dinner, he then said, I need loyalty from the New York Times. Later in the dinner, Mr. Trump again said to Mr. Comey that he needed his loyalty. I smell a rat. I smell a big, giant inflatable. You ever see those union rats? What the, You know the rats that cross the picket lines? In town, very worked up. Over you know those giant, yeah, huge, inflatable yeah. rats the unions put out. Who hasn't? That's what Kobe is. He's a giant, inflatable, six foot eight inch rat. And I say, play the tapes. So May 11th was the day Comey was fired. May 11th is the date the New York Times ran the article about the January 27th dinner. Wow. We got a, we've got there a timeline go. problem here, Lynn. Yeah, well, that doesn't mean what he said wasn't true. Yes, we do. It's morons in the news. Oh, we don't have to stray too far. Be near me. You'll never stray too far. Wasn't that wasn't that a lyric in, in uh, ABC's Be Near Me, Natalie? Be near me. Remember, 
The message is perfectly simple. The meaning is clear. Remember that no song? No idea what you did. I don't know. You no never idea. strayed too much. Is that a TV show? See, see if Be Near Me is in the computer. What is Be Near Me? It was a song. It was so a, you said it was, it was a TV show. No, no, it's an 80s song. Oh, 80s. I think yeah. it's an ABC. No, 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 an 80s. Well, that, that's 80, why I wouldn't 80 know 80s song. Look, yeah. Joe's giving me a look. Me Sing a look. it again. I'll Shazam you and see if we can <laughs> figure <laughs> out. <laughs> I think it's just your rendition I'm not no. getting. Come on. No, so, no the message song. is perfectly simple. ABC, be near me. Is it in the computer, Natalie? ABC. Well, you said ABC. AB, that's the name of the band. It's not ABC television. Oh, I don't know. I never it's heard of it. It's not ABC television. ABC is the name of the band. That's why there's nothing ever famous about 80s music. There's nothing there. Is it in the computer, Natalie? No, but I'm pulling it up on YouTube. Hold okay, on we'll find it in a second. All right, hold, hold on to that thought. Hey, we're not going to stray too far. I think stray too far is a lyric. That's what set me off in the first place. Well, one can only hope. Parsippany, New Jersey, which uh, we are blasting right into Parsippany this morning here on 710 WOR. So good morning, Parsippany. Parsippany is missing a fire hydrant this morning. Did, did you see this? Yes. Was this in your moron pile? No. Oh, no, oh, I, know, I know this You song. mentioned it I earlier. I mentioned it earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Cops at Parsippany, they, they say a driver smashed into a fire hydrant. Well, it wasn't tough to fight him because the fire hydrant was still stuck on the car. <laughs> well, they followed the water. So the, 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 water, the water, I guess, was yeah. still in the hydrant. Well, you know what? He was a leaker. <laughs> he was. Yeah. <laughs> That's second. what happened. Yeah, he was driving away with the fire hydrant, and they followed the water. President Trump, what is he? He's a leaker. Yeah, that's what. That's how they got him. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. So the cops, they say that the, the motorist sm- smashed into a mailbox and a fire hydrant and, and drove off. They followed the water to his home. I guess it wasn't far from the hydrant. They found the car and the hydrant. He had already taken the hydrant off the car. The hydrant got impaled on the car. He took it off. They threw it in the trash can, and so the hydrant was chucked in the trash can at his house. But the funny part is the police just followed the water. <laughs> they just followed the dripping water. Oh, it gets better, like though. breadcrumbs. It gets better, Len. Build that wall. Police say... Oh, here we go. 27-year-old township resident Domingo Moreno. Oh, no. This guy was whacked with criminal mischief is charges. illegal? He tampered with evidences. With, with is evidence, illegal. is he getting deported? And he was turned over to the feds. He was turned over to ICE because apparently he's an illegal. So they turned him over to ICE. Well, I'm glad to see that Parsippany is not a a sanctuary city. I'm glad to hear that Parsippany turned this this illegal over, who's destroying city property and bashing into fire hydrants. Yeah, ship him out of here. Yeah. Oh, yeah, by the way, Len, here's that song. Roll it, Natalie. Oh, you, whoa, 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 stop, 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 stop. Na- Natalie, stop. You, you cut off the beginning of it. Where's the, where's the beginning? That was bad do enough. It, do we have the be- here, go, go. Even need, that sounds like a terrible you, song. You have the beginning? Can you do it again? Here we go. The message is perfectly simple. Here we go. This is ABC. The meaning is clear. Straight too far. Don't ever stray too far. Here we go. And don't disappear. No, don't disappear. You ever heard this song? Never. Oh, come of on. Of course, yeah. now. Never. Yeah, Joe, have you ever heard this song? No, yeah, this, I'm with this you is, on this, this one. This is a bad song. This is a good song from the 80s? I never said it was great. I'm just yeah. saying this is a big hit. And ABC, is this their only hit? No, they had a lot of songs. Hey, Skip, can you turn it down just a little bit? Thanks. 
you need to turn it off. <laughs> turn it all the way down. <laughs> here we go. Here we go. Uh, all right, here, here comes geez. the hooks, I think. Ah, oh, there's the hook. Hang on, no, it's here it is, right here. That's that's the song. What a great song. I'm so glad I we played that. Shut it off. All that nice. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No we have a great listener in Michigan who emails us all the time by the name of Todd. There's that name again. There's a, I found another Todd. Todd. Yeah, this Todd from Michigan. He's been begging me all morning to do his moron story. Okay, stop begging. Stop groveling. Apparently, uh, Detroit police officers responded to a shooting or a robbery in Detroit on Saturday night, and they pull up, and there's a, there's, there's a guy in a black Jeep, jumps out. He's trying to rob someone in an Aston Martin. Police come out, and apparently the suspect who's doing the robbery points a gun at the officer's. The officers returned fire. Yeah. Three shots. Yeah. Thank God they missed them all. This was just some kind of a photo shoot. It's just a cut. This was just kind of a video <laughs> or a film shoot going on. Oh they were now yeah, they, they were. They were shooting a movie. They were apparently. shooting a movie. But number one, <laughs> oh they didn't have a license. They didn't have no. a, a license to shoot the video in the city. Gee. Number two, thank God the Detroit police officers were such bad wow. shots. They fired three shots yeah, at yeah. this guy. Missed. Can you imagine well, if they killed them? You're supposed to let the cops know when you're shooting yeah, a, I would a think. video with guns and a you're, crime you're, scene, you're right? faking a robbery. Yeah. You're supposed to let them know. Uh, well, thank you, Todd. That was a good one from Detroit. Wow. Thank you. I, I, did, I had that in my pile as well. Oh, you did? Yeah. So did you, that come from Todd or you got it no, on your own? I, I found it on USA Today over the weekend. All right. So, All right. Another hottie teacher getting it on oh, with, with high school that's kids. That's on our website. Ray oh, was drooling this morning. Hey. He came in here and said, you got to look at this on our website, LennonThoughtWOR.com. Where do you see this hottie teacher? I saw it over the weekend. Rocky Mountain, North Carolina, uh, right off of I-95. Been through there numerous times. 25 years old. 25-year-old math teacher accused of having sex or inappropriate sex with three male students. Well, there is appropriate sex I mean, in that state? What do you get, mean she's it? She can get dates of, of any age, 18 and over, well, if she just would have, what? Well, no, but you said she's accused of inappropriate sex. They had, If it was appropriate sex, <laughs> that would have been okay with the students? Oh, no, I'm... I mean, oh, you got to see. She is hot. She's an attractive young lady, yeah. Yeah, what's her name? McCullough. Eliz- Aaron Elizabeth McCullough. Probably related to Democrat Terry McAuliffe is what I'm guessing. Uh, Very, I mean, very attractive. You ought to see her mugshot. She's smoking hot. Uh, Mugshot is up at LennonToddWOR.com. That's LennonToddWOR.com. Plus additional pictures. Not only the mugshot, uh, apparently we have a gallery that that Ray has put together. Oh, he's very excited by this. Yeah, she's in great shape. And why is she messing around with with, uh, students, uh, 17, two students, 17, the third was 16? She has issues, okay. What the hell? Find some eight. If you want them young, go get some 18-year-olds. But oh, but not a student, because even if the student's 18, you can still get in trouble as a teacher, even if the the student is of legal age. Because you're in a... You're in a position of authority. That would be correct. All right. Uh, morons in the news and her mugshot and her whole hottie photo spread is up at LennonToddWOR.com. 
Joe Bartle with the headlines at 932. Hey, Joe. Hello, Todd. All right, let's get our numbers from Wall Street. The markets have opened lower, slightly lower anyway. Dow's down eight points. S&P down three, and the Nasdaq down to 55. Nasdaq down over 100 points on Friday. But not General Electric, which is up $1.22. Uh, that's because Jeff Immelt has um, resigned he's as CEO. He's walked the plank. Yeah, he's right. finally walked the plank. He's been there since 2001, and um, investors have greeted that with great news that he's uh, that he's leaving. So Len Berman is excited that Jeffrey Immelt has Portfolio left, just exploded. Right? Well, all of us at NBC who had all that GE stock in our pension plan have seen it floundering around for the last several years. So uh, uh, Len just told me during the break that he doesn't need this crappy radio show anymore, that now he can retire because his portfolio is going up and he'll be able to uh, live comfortably in retirement. I could. I don't need this, but uh, I'm having so much fun. That uh, why would I? Why would anyone want to leave this? Well, the one thing you wouldn't want to do is be out on a golf course and have a small plane coming at you. All That's right. what happened on Long Island. A dramatic landing this morning at a Long Island Country Club. The pilot radioed control tower at MacArthur Airport about six this morning. Did the pilot uh, radio four? <laughs> four. Yeah, it was the twelfth hole, right? Engine problems. Minutes later, emergency landing at the Bellport Country Club. Now, were, there any, were there any golfers playing? I don't think so. At 6 o'clock, four-seater, uh, clipped a tree, no one hurt. Pilot, uh, the only one on board. First order, Ivanka Trump admits she's been blindsided by the viciousness of Washington. She tells Fox News she knew it wouldn't be easy, but she's been caught off guard by the ferocity of politics. She also tried to downplay reports of White House infighting involving her husband, Jared. There is a 24-hour news cycle that um, that's gets fed by... Uh, by, and is encouraged by lots of salacious details. But at the end of the day, we're all focused on on the work. And by the way, she says her father feels vindicated by the uh, Comey testimony. But, come on, they can't be that naive that it was nasty during the campaign and the fact that after they beat Hillary and everyone thought Hillary was going to win and the Democrats are apoplectic, they thought it was going to get easier for them in Washington? Come on. They, well, they isn't didn't. a lot of this self-inflicted, though, Todd? A lot of it is, yeah. But well. but still, they were gunning for. Even if they did everything by the book incorrectly, they were still being gunned for. So I, I just think it's pretty naive to suggest that it's even more vicious than they expected. I, I'm not I'm not buying that. So, Todd's a skeptic. Have you noticed? Uh, by the way, a major league skeptic. Yeah, I know. Uh, it doesn't buy anything. Howie Rose is going to join us live next. Oh, we're going to ask him yeah. what was the biggest play yeah. of the game. That's Howie Rose live. <laughs> Nice, uh, nice uh, on the road uh, series for the Mets. You betcha, yeah. three in a row, and all those guys coming back, and it's looking good. How about that? It's nine forty-three, and look who we have on the phone. It is none other than the voice of the New York Mets, Howie Rose. Howie, having a good big morning, controversy Donald. here this morning. Howie, controversy. Oh, controversy. I love controversy. You're aware of our turning point contest, right? Where we uh, we. We award tickets to those who can correctly identify the turning point of the game from the post-game show, correct? Of, of course. Okay, so if I were to ask you what was the biggest play in yesterday's Mets win against the Braves, you would tell me what? Without question, although it took video review and, and a challenge to get it right, but the double play that Matt Adams hit into with the bases loaded in the fifth you inning. You mean this on a one? Great play. Yeah. One-two pitch. Swing and a hard hit, grounded towards short, backhanded by a sliding Cabrera to second one. Walker to first, it's close, safe is the call. And in the score, the tying run is in Ciarte. It's 2-2. Two to two. Well, as you know, video replay overturned the run scoring. It was out at first, great double play with Cabrera and Walker, and that was the biggest play right there. Mets win the game because of that. 
without question. In fact, the Braves didn't get another base runner the rest See of the that? game. I, I don't. I don't. What else could it have been? Well, well you know, Howie, here, pay- here's the deal. Our, our, you know what? Uh, Len is not being a team player, and Len is trashing Pete McCarthy and uh, Joe Kersey for their selection. No, and Wayne Randazzo. You know, they they picked the uh, the run that scored that made it two to one on that. Oh my goodness! All ball. I have to say about that is kids today. See, that is that, that's, Howie and I are on the same page. Love you, Howie. Millennially misinformed. <laughs> hey, Howie. Um, I want this, and I'm and I'm being corny here, but let me let me play another clip. You know, we always do the turning point of the day. Do you think this is the turning point of the season? Working from the stretch with the bases loaded, the one one. Swing and a drive, well hit, left center. This may go back near the wall. It is gone. Grand slam, Ioannis Cespedes. He just now gets to first base. This may take a while to see him get around the bases, but that's okay. Four runs with one swing as Cespedes hits his seventh home run of the year, and the Mets are leading by a score of 6-1. to one. What do you think of that? Turning point of the season, maybe? I'd like to submit that as an entry along with what happened not only in that game on the mound, but also the next one when that night Stephen Matz and um, actually Cespedes' homer came in the afternoon yeah. game, which was started by Gesellman. But right. if I could include Gesellman in this little entry, you know, when you get starting pitching that went as deep and as effectively as Gesellman and then Matz and then Lugo did, and you get the power from Cespedes, now you're on to something. So. All right, how are you feeling better? Because you know, I had heard that you were thinking about hurling yourself off of the 300 seats, but are you feeling better? Nah, I, you know, look, if you're going to do it, do it right. Go upstairs to the 500s. I mean, or, or, wait, or how about climbing the light poles? <laughs> you, no, guys, I, you guys are grim. You know, <laughs> this is what we do. Um, it's encouraging. Look, it's a small sample and a very narrow window, but it's a window into what could be if guys are healthy. Now, you're still missing your best pitcher and your closer, and that's a, that's a tough thing to overcome. But, but there's enough, I would think, depth in the pitching staff that if these guys continue to provide some length, then uh, you're on the right track. So the Cubs are in. They're the champs, but they've really been quite a disappointing team this year themselves. It's interesting, isn't it? Not only the Cubs, but the Indians, the two teams who played into the very early part of November last year, and I don't know whether it's just the hangover of success or simply the wear and tear of going as uh, far into the calendar as they did. I don't know if it can be considered a surprise. I I think it's getting late enough in the season so that you wonder, oh, hey, is it ever going to turn around? But, um, boy, the, the way this season goes now with the schedule as long and unforgiving as it is, I'm never surprised when a team that has a lot of success uh, in the postseason struggles early on in the next. So we're, we only have about 30 seconds left. Any hope that Syndergaard comes back this year or Jury's familiar? What, 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 do you, what can you say well, about those two guys? Syndergaard. This year, yeah, I would expect Syndergaard could be back around the beginning of August, most optimistically. Familiar, it might be the flip of a coin. Okay. Well, he's getting those cold compresses from that hot girlfriend of his. So, you he's know, talking about Syndergaard. That's what Todd focuses yeah. on here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Howie. I don't do page six. Yeah. You have to pay extra for that. Good news. Howie Rose. Thanks, Howie, pal. Uh, thanks, thanks Howie. for coming on with us. See you, guys. All right. 948, Len and Todd, 710 WOR. We're backed up, man. We're stopped up. We need Dulcolax or something. We need a yeah, we, we, we got a lot of stuff to cram into the final segment next. On 710 WOR, Len and Todd here. Back in minutes, traffic first. Here is Bernie Vitter. You know, Uber's having all these problems. You know, the, the CEO might be in big trouble. 
So why are you mad? You're mad at them for a reason? Well, I, I, we used Uber, yes. My parents were in town, yeah. and I uh, took them down to uh, Golden Triangle for dim sum yesterday. Mm-hmm. You ever been to Golden Triangle? Down I have not. East Broadway in Chinatown? I have not. So I've got, I, I probably have a dozen or so dim sum places that I like in the city and in Brooklyn and in Queens, and kind of rotate around. So took my parents down for dim sum yesterday. We after we finished, we went down to Chinatown, walked a little bit, then got to Canal, and then called an Uber to get back to uh, my place. And called the Uber specifically to the exact address on Canal. And, you know, Canal's jammed. Listen, it's Sunday at like, you know, 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Canal's just packed. So the Uber guy calls me, hey, I'm, I'm across the street. I'm like, what do you mean you're across the street? It's going the wrong way. He's down the, across the street and down a little bit. Uh, what are you driving? Okay, oh, you're in a, in a Toyota Highlander. Okay, I think I see a white Highlander down. The, so the guy apparently started the clock when he got there. and He charged us a waiting time. He changes the pickup location. Uh-oh. And then hits us with like a $1.28 waiting time. I'm like, dude. Would you like the money? Well, I'd be happy to hang co- on a minute. I'd be happy to cover you. Hang on a minute. So this is after the fact that I get the bill with the waiting charge. And I sent the note back to Uber. I'm like, wait a minute. Uh, no, I, your guy charged me a waiting time. He was supposed to pick me up at, you know, 185 Canal, whatever the, right. the address, right there. And he's across and down the street on the whole other side of Canal. And he's going to charge me a waiting time because he waited for us to walk to his. No, it doesn't work like that. Refund me. So I get this. This email, it must have been from Indonesia, the Philippines or something, where their customer service is located. And, sorry, sir, it's against our policy to refund. I'm like, no, no, you don't understand. I was in the correct place. Your guy, your driver. So I'm going back and forth here. So I, I still don't know if I'm resolved. But It's a dollar twenty-eight. It's a dollar twenty-eight. Okay. I don't want the dollar twenty-eight from you, Len. I'd be happy to. You know, I don't want just so I don't have to hear you whine anymore about this. I'm happy to give you a two twenty eight. I don't want. I'm just pointing it out that Uber's got a lot of issues right now. They do. They're losing billions. I don't know how. <laughs> I mean, hello. I mean, it's a pretty simple model. Yeah. How the hell are you losing billions of bucks hmm. and then trying to deal with their customer service folks on an error, a problem from their driver? Right. I'm like. Knock it off. Refund me the money. And I'm, I'm getting like Indonesian back and forth. I'm like, do you speak English? You're getting indigestion? Oh, Indonesia. Indonesia. Yeah. Apparently. Is this the point in the show where you're going to talk about the Tony Awards and all the winners and how dear Everett Hansen won six Tonys last night? Is this is this your, your Tony segment here? Uh, that's the extra after the show's oh, over. Okay. We'll put it up on the website. Bette Midler is yeah. still talking, by the way. She's still thanking everyone. She won Best Actress in the Music. Well, she told him to turn that crappy music off. She said, turn that crap off. And then continued for another three minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then she went into the press room and kept going. Apparently, she just kept going. It's like it was the first award she ever won. It might have been. Anything else on the Tonys? That's it. All right. Hey, you know, listen, my I uncle. I do have seats for Dear Evan Hansen. My, and, and so does Natalie, but not the same night. My great uncle was a Tony Award winner back in the really? 19, early 60s really? uh, for lighting. Yeah. Lighting? Yeah. Wow. I was a Tony voter for a few years. Were you really? I was. Well, just because you spent an a, a re- inordinate amount of your disposable income on shows? No, because I worked on a show that did oh, a lot of Broadway gotcha. stuff. Hey, I have new respect for Jerry Seinfeld. And that would be? Uh, he's slamming the Kardashians. Oh, yeah, right. I, I saw on page six, he's like, what the hell, right. what do these people do? 
What, he, he, he didn't get, want his kids just, watching, right? Yeah, whatever. I was saying, he's just coming around to this? I, I, yeah, I've been, I've been uh, you know, up on this for years and years and years. Why the hell does anyone care about the Kardashians? Who the hell are they? Why are they famous? They're famous for nothing. They don't do anything. Kind of like us. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> his exactly. whole show is about nothing. <laughs> that, isn't that the point of his show? It was about nothing. Yes. But so is theirs. Yeah. So, but the there sh- you that, go. That's, that's a fallacy. That show was about I know. something. No. Every, I know. Every show had intricate weaves of a storyline. Well, they're probably going to say the same thing. It was then. great writing, though. It was great writing. Come on. Seinfeld's 100% right. Slam of the Kardashians. These people are not doing anything interesting, is what he said. 100%. Okay. And What else you got? Well, uh, former Commissioner Bill Bratton, NYPD, yes. was on with uh, John Castamatidis over oh, the weekend. Gristidis guy. Gristidis man. Right. On his radio show. And right. he's talking about how Euro-style terror will hit here. But nowhere in the New York Post write-up do I see anything about Islamic radical terrorism. He's just... He's just calling it Euro-style terror. Well, that's not normally his style. Yeah, it's a sugar coat, is it? I, I, see, I don't know if it was just avoided in the New York Post Or piece. he was just referring it as to Euro-terror but and saying we don't have that kind of terror it's, here? It's Islamic. Well, he's talking about the Euro-style oh, with, with the trucks right. running into people. Yeah. And, well, and we, we, already yeah. had that. we already had the car running we into We had people. one, but it wasn't a terrorist uh, attack. Yeah. But no, Ohio State was. Oh, the Ohio that State That was, was a terrorist yeah, attack. I thought you were talking about Times Square. But he's talking about, uh, you know, I'm still not convinced on that one, by the way. Okay. That might have been in his head, though. So, uh, Bratton, please, uh, ho- hope, hopefully you'll say Islamic radical terrorism. That's the problem. And hopefully here. it doesn't come here. Uh, uh, bye, everyone. Have a great hot Monday. 10 o'clock. Samoa's next. See you tomorrow. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.